there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple-shot K-Cup with my guest, Michael Solomon. Let's flash back a little farther, Michael, because I think your story is so interesting just to hear how you got into the music management industry in the first place. So let's flash back to when you were in college. You graduated from Baruch College and you tell a great story in the Espresso Shots interview and our listeners should check out show notes to see if Michael's Espresso Shots episode has already dropped. But you talk about how your dad gave you a gift of meeting with a career counselor who gave you a couple of different tests, I guess, to see where your attributes lay and to help you use that then in guiding you as to what you should study or major in when you were in college. And you ended up majoring in marketing. Did you know what you were going to do with that degree, Michael, when you graduated? I did not have a clue. And the reason that he was kind enough to do that was I didn't have a clue what to major in. I literally went to him and I was like, "I, I, I don't know what to major in. What should I do? And he was the one who suggested this process, which was great. And I don't know how much those tests have changed in the ensuing 30 years that that it's almost exactly 30 years since since that happened. But those tests were great because they they spit out the results that I would both like and be good at marketing. And that's the box I checked. And it was correct because I took all these marketing classes in college and they were like, it was like someone was speaking my language. It made perfect, perfect sense to me. So I feel very blessed about that. And I imagine that those kinds of tests are still out there and readily available and probably better with 30 years of data and and technology to to make them better but it was hugely helpful and mm-hmm. I still didn't know what I, I still didn't know what I was going to do but I got very lucky because while in college I was dating a woman who you know I'm going to add a little tragedy and a little triumph to the story who was awesome and her mom was Bruce Springsteen's co-manager and her mom is actually also one of the people who was interviewed in the book along with her partner John Landau and as I was getting out of school all of a sudden, Barbara Carr, who's the woman I'm referring to, said, hey, want to go on tour with Bruce? And I was like, uh, yeah. Uh, and I think it was, want to go on tour with Bruce to Europe? And I was like, yes. Wait, definitely. what year was this, Michael? This would have been 92. Yeah. So he was a huge he name was, already at that point. Yes. I mean, and it's it's Springsteen. Even, even for the younger people, he is still an iconic artist who's still plays stadiums around the world into his 70s. I mean, it's, uh, he just turned 70, but it's, it's amazing. And getting to see this whole experience really shaped my life. So to sort of cut to the chase, the tragedy is my girlfriend who I'm speaking of, her name is Kristen Carr. 
was diagnosed while we were together with a sarcoma, which is a rare kind of tumor. And after three years of battling it, succumbed to the disease and died. And that was obviously a very life-shaping experience being 23 and going through that. But to bring it back to the career, I see this relationship between these managers and this artist and this entire industry that exists around him and, and, and the, the power and the access. And it's, it's alluring and it's amazing. And I was like, I want that. And it was just very obvious that that's what I was going to pursue in the music industry. I didn't know if it was going to be right then or if it was going to be later, but I, I knew that that's what I wanted because I loved what I saw. Unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, nobody explained to me at the time, like, don't get confused. This isn't what a normal artist manager relationship looks like. This is the completely idealized, perfect version that if Steven Spielberg were writing the movie, it looks, it looks like this. So I went into it and maybe thankfully, not knowing that I was chasing, trying to be LeBron James rather than represent him, but that ended up working out just fine. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm so sorry for the pain that you experienced and obviously that Kristen's family experienced. I'm sure I have no doubt that it had a lifelong impact on who you are today. But I think that example is so incredible for a number of reasons, Michael. And it is the following. Shit happens in our life that you cannot plan. Sometimes it's really amazing. Like the fact that you happen to be dating a girl, your girlfriend, her mom was Bruce Springsteen's manager and invited you after you graduated to go on his Europe tour. I mean, unbelievable. And then other shit happens. Like what we're all experiencing, and certainly those who graduated in 2020 are grappling with right now with the coronavirus and all of the millions of people who've lost their jobs as a result of it. And if you don't have grit, if you don't have the ability to persevere in those challenging times, it's a real handicap. And I think just going back to the good stuff that happened, I mean, look, when I graduated from college in the mid 80s, I was supposed to go into the Peace Corps. And then a random thing happened. A guy happened to be painting my parents' home that summer. And he said, oh, Andrea is going to Nepal. Does she know about the rapes that happened there? And this was back in the day before the internet, my friends. And I had to pick up the phone and I called the Peace Corps office and I asked them if this was true. And they said, yes, we've had, there've been some cases in which Peace Corps women Volunteers were raped in Nepal, but don't worry, we're going to teach you to recognize the signs and blah, 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 blah. And I said, thanks, but no thanks. And in August of 1985, I was SOL. I did not have a plan B, Michael. I did not know what I was going to do next. So these things happen in our lives. I was also fired twice in my 40s. All right. Shit happens. It ended up. All of the above happened to be incredible gifts to me, which I talk about in other podcasts. We don't have to get to here. So let me ask you this, Michael. If you could share a time in your professional life, you talked about your personal life, the tragedy of losing your girlfriend, but in your professional life, when you really struggled, maybe you even failed. 
I don't know how close you came to going out of business or if that was even a threat before you started 10X Management and 10X Ascend, whatever that experience was, if you could share it and most importantly, how you persevered and if there was a lesson you learned in the process. Yeah, such a good question. And and so much of who we are comes out and how we deal with these challenging situations. And you just said it so eloquently. For me, I would say in the early 2000s, late 90s, when the music industry started to collapse because of technology, our contract with John Mayer ended. So that was a huge problem because you know we worked at any given time with between, I don't know, five and 10 acts. And even though the other acts were doing fine, he had grown to be probably 80 or 90% of our business. So when that relationship ended, there was a huge problem. And then you had the industry collapsing around the same time. And our friends at record companies and publishing companies are getting laid off. And the writing is on the wall that the music industry, I mean, we talk about looking at COVID, like we know life is not going to be the same for a while. That was what it felt like in the music industry. And it was the first industry to sort of go over the the internet cliff that everybody else followed. And it was terrifying. I mean, I, I pride myself on being a really creative, innovative person. And, and I would walk in every day and I'd be like, what if we do this? What if we do that? What if we do this? What if we do that? And it was an endless cycle for probably a year or two of feeling like the sky is falling by the way, the leaders in the industry didn't even seem to notice that the sky was falling and wouldn't listen to anyone to, to make changes that would prevent it from happening. And what we ended up with was a pretty scary place to be. We both had young kids and income was way down and the horizon was terrible. And lo and behold, we stumbled onto this idea. You've all heard that story at this point. And thank goodness we did. But I also know, I believe in my heart that if it hadn't been that, it would have been something else. And that whole uh, necessity is the mother of invention. It's true, provided you're a little bit of MacGyver or a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout, if you know what I mean by that. You've got to be creative and you're going to hit roadblocks. And you just like we talked about before, everybody makes mistakes. It's how you deal with them. It's how you overcome those obstacles. And when you see an obstacle in front of you, you, you got to know whether you either need to go around it, under it, over it, through it, but you can't just stop. Life is going to keep coming at you. And the people who really figure this out are the ones that we all want to follow into battle. Those are the leaders. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.